Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another Ed Talks podcast. And I'm delighted to have with me this time someone who, if you're in the industry, you may be beginning to hear about. Um, and if you haven't, you certainly will. Uh, a gentleman called Matt Gilpin, who is the CEO and founder, I think, of Indeed. a company called Sprift. That's S-P-R-I-F-T. Um, now, briefly, I'll just tell you what I know about Sprift and why I think they're an interesting company. Um, everybody in the estate agency industry, actually, whether you're a buyer or a seller or an estate agent, property manager, whatever it is, actually, uh, wanting to know what's going on around you in your area is incredibly important. And there are so many indices out there that tell you that prices are going up, down, round and about, whatever. Lots of things telling you how many properties there are on the market, lots of listings. What's very, very difficult to find out is is specific detail about those properties. And most estate agents would love to know exactly what's on the market in their area, how long it's been on the market for, exactly what it's on the market for, um, whether the price has been reduced. And not only that, but the detail appertaining to that specific property. As I said, there's lots of generalised data out there, but what there isn't is a lot of specific data about 36 Acacia Avenue. Um, and I think that what Sprift are doing is pulling lots of that together and putting it in one place. Is that a fair description of what you're doing, Matt? It is, yes. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's, uh, that's exactly what we're doing. Yes. Yeah. Um, so um, interesting to hear all sorts of things from you. I mean, obviously, how did you find your way into this area? Have you always been a, a data-driven details person? <laughs> uh, no, I can't say I've, uh, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a data ge- geek or nerd. I actually, uh, I've been in property investment and development since uh well 20 years now since um late 90s and um even though i've transacted many many properties i got to the point where i'm thinking i'm you know i've used this solicitor hundreds of times on many transactions and i'm still not getting the service i require i'm still not getting um the the transactions are taking too long um and why is that why, what's that being blamed on um, and quite often uh, it was, well, there's this bit of information missing or you know, searches are taking too long to to uh, to come back. Um, and so I I started then thinking about, well, every, everything that I do as a as a uh, as an investor or developer in my day to day business and where I'm going to find information right from the outset when I'm first looking at a property and. Quite often, you know, your your first route in is through the portals, and then from there, you'll then want to go and look at maybe a local authority website. You might look at the VOA website. Uh, you might look at uh, you know want to try and find the property accurately on Google Street View, and this information was just cast to the four winds of the internet. So I thought, well, it would be not only for my own benefit, but the benefit of all to start trying to bring that into one place. The data that you actually need to assess whether I want to buy that property, sell it, invest in it, finance it, develop it, whatever. Um, and I thought it would be uh, at outset, I thought, oh, this would be, this would be quite easy and I can't imagine why, um, why nobody's done this before. And we're now almost three years in and we're, um, we're still cutting our teeth on it, but we are, we've made uh, a good headway into that. And um, yes, that's really how I got into it. Well, one of the—I mean, one of the good things. Congratulations! You've been around for three years, as you said. I mean, I'm not sure (laughs) the percentages of startups that don't make it that distance. But um, you know, I've been in the industry a very long time, and when I heard what you were saying, it instantly rang 
true, what mm-hmm. you were trying to do. And actually, to me, um, in my intro, I completely missed out there the important thing which you just alluded to, which is how long transactions take and, yes. yeah. and how that's actually getting worse. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. worse now, yeah. a lot worse now than it was 10 years ago, which is completely ridiculous and completely counterintuitive, given that supposedly we've had an, an explosion in, in information technology. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what that says about the two elements that tend to make up the transaction. Well, there are three elements, as we know. One is financing, which is slow, but perhaps getting a little bit better, Mm. um, but still very slow. Um, Two is the legal process, and the legal process tends to inform the mortgage process sometimes because the mortgage companies want to know everything they can do about the property. So that that definitely is is one of the slowing factors, and the state agency itself. And we know that... um, Certainly, the, the the conveyancing side and the estate agency side is pretty resistant to change. There's a certain element of Turkey's voting for Christmas yeah, indeed, for, yes, for right, it. Right. Um, but would you agree that the end game is where you know a buyer can go into a room, a room on the internet where all the information about a property is there? So after they've seen it, checked out, they like it, they can push a button and buy it. Surely that's got to be the end game, hasn't it? Exactly. And I think that in our we're talking to uh, agents all the time and they are they're actually they're very open to that and they it's it's a long time now since an agent turned around and said to us that oh i don't know about showing this information up front i'd rather a buyer uh was committed to the property maybe had paid searches or a survey fee and then before they find out something that might not be ideal and may have otherwise deterred them from buying the property and by then you know i'll just sort of you know steer it on through um nowadays agents are you know they're aware of that this data is out there they're aware that um just everything is online everything's so much more transparent um and for my mind the most forward-thinking agents are the ones that are really seeking to actually give that information up front so that a quicker buying or not buying decision can be made and then that can also then act by having key facts at first inquiry for buyers um, and getting a, a vendor sale ready, uh, it's a lot better handover to a conveyancer, which common sense would dictate can then start to to reduce transaction times. So it's like a sort of passport, really, for the property. It's like a sort of vault of information for the property. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's many p- people have called it many things: uh, property passport, property logbook. Um, but in effect, yes, we have a an online digital dashboard for any property in the UK which pulls together um, information that, uh, and it's, it's a long time since it's been based solely on my vision. Um, we've, it's very much uh, been co-created with our uh, estate agent, landlord, developer, users, and now some conveyances are using it. Um, so it's the information that they're saying that, look, this is what I need to know, even before I do my, when I'm looking to do my pre-valuation research. Uh, right the way through to what I want to be presenting to buyers and then what I want to hand over to... to so what percentage would you say of the information that is required to enable a sale to be made quickly? Mm. What percentage do you think is now available via a Sprift type? It varies platform? based on a local authority. So when I was uh, when I very naively first started uh, scoping out Sprift, I thought, oh, OK, well, I can go to Land Registry and you can download a a data set from them and then I can talk I can look at Google Maps and um then there was this fantastic thing called data.gov.uk and I thought well every local authority's there with all their data um and as soon as we started delving into that we realized there's just massive holes in it so there are certain local authorities now where the information we're pulling from them live is good enough to create a 
a live search. Um, there's other local authorities that still probably transacting in paper and microfiche. So um, uh, it, there is a variance there. Um, we, uh, on the platform, um, certainly where we have um, uh, users in, in, in particular areas, local authority or postcode areas, um, are trying uh, very hard to get over 90% of completeness of, of data there. And in fact, at the moment, we're going through a massive um, just cleanse and match of, of, of all data to make sure as much as possible is there. But yeah, there are, there are, um, there are issues at local authority level. Um, that said now, because um, we've done a lot of work with local authorities and actually sent some of our guys into local authorities to, to help them with their data um, uh, composition, we're able to, to, to get... Uh, so you'd get say that's where the, the main sort of blockage is, is yeah. in the variance in what local authorities produce. Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, in terms of data that you... I mean, your... Um, detail level of data can go right down to sort of tree preservation orders yes. and, and everything yeah. on it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things that obviously is going to be to people's advantage when they're keeping up their logbook, vault, passport, mm-hmm. whatever it is, is the ability to keep up um, what they do to the property. Yes. Um, yes. So, uh, you know, I, <laughs> terrible example, the night before last, I spent most of the night behaving like the Dutch boy with his finger in the dike. I could hear water <laughs> dripping, worked out what it was, went up, found that <laughs> there was a hole in a pipe. I had to stick my finger in it and literally sit there pretty much all night until the plumber came the next morning because otherwise... Um, and so I'm going to have to put in a new... I'm going to have to sort out my plumbing system. Yeah, so it would be yeah. great to do that and then update it on, on a system so that yeah. everyone's... It, it, is that a part of what you're doing? Giving, yes, um, exactly. Giving owners the ability to update in real time? Exactly. And we're, we're able to show now, our metrics are showing that actually we can help um, reduce transaction times and also help our vendors and their, their agents achieve a high percentage of asking price by not only presenting all that kind of mandatory open data that's out there that, that people want to see, but also that sort of practical information. Um, and it was explained to me very early on by, because I'm not from a tech background, and have, it's been a very steep learning curve over the last three years, but you know, a very enjoyable one too. But it was explained to me very early on in this process that if, I, if all I was going to go and do was put out a, an online pigeonhole system and expect people to pre-populate my reports, it was never going to happen. We can see in our uh, sort of our, our lifeline, our timeline, where, this, if you like, the sort of the watershed moment was where because we were going out so data-rich and presenting information to agents and vendors – People started to take us seriously and then they engaged with it. And then um, we have a series of messages that go out to uh, – from the agent, go out to the, the vendor, which just nurtures them into either adding in data or information or facts or you know getting warranties or certificates and stuff like that together that's going to be requested at some point in the sale anyway um, and, but, or, and also the practical information. So this just gives us a list of and, – and, this is the most basic thing we get them to do, and and they do this, you know, wholeheartedly. Um, <clears throat> just give us a list of maybe a dozen or so professionals, tradespeople, suppliers that have had a relationship with your property. It's very easy to do. It's you know, people can do it straight out of their phones, out of their contact books on their phones. Um, and that's information that a buyer perceives great value and great. No, no, comfort I think in. honestly, Matt, I think that's. I mean, I've been out talking to 
uh, one or two people who are doing this at a very, very high-end concierge level. Yes. Um, and they consider it's, it's part of what they would describe as a premium service, mm-hmm. you know. And, and actually, I don't... Whilst I think that's a great idea, and there mm-hmm. will be some very wealthy people who really just need to have someone who can go yeah, and sort stuff yeah, out, yeah, yeah. to be able to have all that information to hand is, I think, absolutely, absolutely vital. I mean, I think it's a really... I think it's definitely the next step. I mean... In, in terms of the agents, I mean, you, you must have talked to hundreds and hundreds of agents now. Indeed, um, yeah. I mean, if you were to try and put a percentage, or if without naming any names, obviously, <laughs> do you feel that the people who are most responsive to what you're talking about are the bigger groups, the independent guys? How would you characterise the take-up? Um, it's the really across the board. And I have been asked that before, and, you know, oh, um, so... In our early days, certain agents would say, "Oh, you're yeah, you're you're for more for the the bigger chains," or "No, you're more for the independent," or "You're more for a, a premium brand." Um, and we we find that um, actually, it's just it, it, it yeah we we've got from um, big networks right the way down to one man bands um, uh, users right the way across the board. I think it's more, it's down to the individual agent. I mean, I, I get that agents have just been hammered now for, I'm at, when, when did I see the first article? Probably at least a couple of years ago about the real estate industry must engage with tech to survive. And, you know, there's, there's a myriad of articles out there about that. Um, and now there are uh, a number of bodies, groups, uh, advisory committees coming together to actually say, yeah, okay, we know that you've been told that for a long period of time, but you know which ones actually should you engage yeah. with? Um, and so you can... I think we're, we're past the stage of just the early tech adopters looking at us now, and it's more people looking at, okay, well, there is this tech out there. Our, our biggest thing, actually, that we get um, uh, is that we save time. We, we're saving uh, the agent time. They're not having to go and try and find this information themselves or being asked a question and then, oh, well, I've got to go off and find that or have somebody in the office that, you know, it could be taking, you know, ha- half a day for, uh, say, a junior neg to be running around trying to find this information. So our biggest thing, we, we, the biggest piece of feedback we get is that we're, we're saving yeah, time. Well, time, time is, I mean, you know, it, 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 the chances of a deal falling through are in direct proportion to how long it's on the market, yeah, how, exactly, long it's, yeah. how long the deal takes. Yes, so yes. the longer the deal takes, the more chance there is of it falling through. So, And what a lot of agents... Yeah, what a lot of agents understand is that it's it's vital before you even put a property on the market to have as much data as possible ready for yes. it. And if they can go and get all that information from one point for a, a relatively nominal sum yeah, so that it's just yeah. there straight away, what, what is not to like? Yeah. Um, and I think that's a... Um, I mean, I'm delighted that in this entire conversation you haven't used the word disrupt or revolutionise. <laughs> um, because yeah. it's just... Uh, that There are so many... I, I get probably two or three mails a day from people asking for help or, or, mm-hmm. or, or advice. And every time they start and and they say this is you know our our system is going to revolutionise the way estate agents do business, hmm. and I the first thing I do is write back and say can you just do that again please but just you take out all the hyperbole because yeah. people you know <laughs> you will have discovered Matt that, that walking in to see estate agents that when you first go in to see whoever is making that first contact, the chances are they've probably had two on the same day already. Yep. They've got a succession yep. of 15-minute intervals yep. of this. Now, that perhaps is dying out a little bit because a lot of the niches have been not not filled. That's completely mm-hmm. the wrong word. Um, but I come back to this thing we talked about earlier, which is um, the ability to be able to offer a sweet, a horrible word, to, 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 to offer a number of solutions that fill the gaps that, that they know buyers are going to 
to need. Yours is a very, very obvious one because it's, it, it, it helps a seller, it helps a buyer and it helps the agent. Um, and you, you mentioned just now that there are a number of groups that are coming together trying to offer the best in, best, best yeah. in class, yeah. whatever, yeah. to try and save the estate agents uh, the trouble of knowing which is which and which works. And, of course, that's one of the major problems that agents have is that, number one, they're being squeezed. There are more and more – even though we're, we're told the number of estate agent branches are, um, are closing – Actually, for most people in areas, their competition seems to be increasing, uh, particularly in London. Mm. Um, and, of course, the slice of the pies are getting smaller and smaller and smaller because yeah, there's yeah, yeah, more and more yeah. people chasing less and less and less information. So, actually, the, the margins are being squeezed to hell. So, mm. for people to spend money, um, your business model is just a simple pay-as-you-go that people pay for the information? Or do they, is it a subscription model? How does your system work? Yeah, it's uh, subscription-based. Um, and uh, we, uh, yeah, it's interesting. You know, you're talking about the uh, yeah disruption and this and that. Our, our our whole thing is look this 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 data can only help everybody. It's about collaboration, exactly. which is completely the opposite yeah, sounding yeah. of disruption. Yeah, so, exactly. And yeah. we've we are where we are now. And you mentioned like tree tree preservation orders uh, earlier. That was one thing that was never in my initial scope for uh, for the platform. But there, an agent said to me one day, well, I've had a look at what you do. It'd be really handy if you could put two POs on there because quite often that will either it will either prevent somebody coming forward with an offer because they're automatically assuming big tree in the back garden, there'll be a, a, an order on that. Or um, the flip side, they'll assume there's, there's, yeah, there's nothing wrong and then late on the conveyancing process, they find that out, that's going to disrupt their plans for their extension or conservatory on the back, and then the, the, the sale falls apart. So um, we have listened to agents for, well, we, we first took our beta product out in, in early 17 and just listened and said, look, we've done this because we think this is a good thing and we think you might use it like this, but what do you think? And only from kind of listening and having that sort of real sort of co-creation with them um, are we sort of where we are today. Um, but uh, so you've yeah. been listen- You've been in a listening exercise as yeah, much as anything yeah, else. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, one of the things that is that does seem to be changing quite quickly, mm-hmm. and this may or may not um, play into what you're doing, is that um, investors are increasingly becoming sort of self-managing mm-hmm. with their investments, um, and. I mean, that's another issue for estate agents to deal with. You know, it's, it's it's all about offering added value. And if you're not offering added value these days, there are so many things that a, a landlord or investor can do themselves. Um, I, I mean, is yours mainly a B2B business at the moment? Or would you do you feel there's a B2C element of it if you... Yeah, we are very much uh, looking at B2C next year. But at the moment, we're very, I would say we're B2B2C. So it's great that we've got all this data, but so what? So whenever the team comes to me and says, oh, we can now tell this, we can now do this, we can now do that, my first response is, and so what? And how are we How are we giving that information? This is, you know, having the data is only part of what we do. It's the tools and the features around that that enable the agent to, say, present that to either a vendor to win the instruction and, and you know, demonstrate they're the expert agent, or to demonstrate it for a buyer, to get a more committed buyer. Um, and with regard um, how we work with uh, landlords and developers uh, uh, or and letting agents on a B2B2C, we're finding that we're very much we're, if you like, a Trojan horse almost for uh, certainly letting agents because whilst they'd like to think that uh, they probably know, their, you know the landlord's complete portfolio, 
um, that that might not be the case. And if they use us as a as almost a, a delivery method to say, okay, look, we've just we've just um, just rented your property for you. Um, we've uploaded some of the documentation to uh, the Spriff report for your property. It's a good place for you to engage because. Um, as well as a great place to store information, we're also giving that live data feed to the landlord. So the landlord can see, oh, well, what's going, what's going on in the planning uh, arena in that area? You know, he, he's not living in the property. Chances of the tenants passing on any neighbourhood consultation letters that come through are minimal. Um, so we can let him know that, OK... Or so is that know. part of the deal? I mean, is that sort of delivered as a weekly report? Exactly, to the, yeah, yeah. So the subscription... So, so if you had a system where a lettings agent enabled their landlord to be able to see their SPRIF report, yes, um, that would be a way of saying, just go along and have this will tell you what's going on in your local area. Yeah, so it's, yeah. a, it's almost a way of maintaining contact with that landlord. Yes. Yeah, we're um, very... Li- it's very dynamic. It's very live. It, at, at the minimum, we would... Do uh, we, you know, according to the the user's requirements, weekly or monthly planning alerts? So, what's going on in the local vicinity, planning wise? What's sold in that area? And we'd also we can break that down by you know which agents are selling. Uh, and then also we can say, uh, and you know, based on what's happening in the area, here's what's happened to the the, the value of your property. The price, price yeah, property. I mean, I've you know, I think the ability to see exactly what's going on in your locality, people are always. It's a, it's a it is a peculiarly English thing, I think, that people <laughs> yeah, pe- people are always so, yeah. obsessed with with property, and it's why uh, businesses like yours, I think, are uh, the right t- the you know the right thing in the right time, yes. in the right place. Property I, porn I th- is the term I keep hearing. Yeah, yes. and I think it's. Um, I mean, it will be fascinating to to turn around. I don't know whether you've had any approaches from anybody in government. I mean, you know, government claim that they're looking at tech solutions, mm-hmm. and I've been a part of a couple of roundtables where they've mm-hmm. said people have come in from the MHCLG, I think it's called now, isn't it? Yes, yes. And sat down and said, uh, oh, what's available on the tech side and, 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 you know, what can be done to help? But it doesn't strike me as there's a big reach from where you're at to the mm-hmm. to the end product. I mean, you know, there are some companies out there like Gazeal or whatever who are, who are, who are providing a um, legal solution, you know. Yes, and and yes, indeed, yes. in some new homes developments it is almost, i think it is that possible to buy on the button yeah yeah um, because be, yeah. of course all the information is there because it's a new piece of land etc exactly. etc um and i just think it has to be a very very small leap i'm just not quite sure what it is that's going to turn um turn the switch somewhere yeah um i mean i suppose one of the things that's been um much maligned recently. I don't think all of it particularly deserved has been this sort of change in the way people perceive the online agency, quote, mm-hmm. online, unquote, mm-hmm. agency sector. I mean, obviously, last year, there were several um, well-publicised problems. Have you had any engagement with the online community at all? We have to. We have. And I think that... Um... Feel free to give your opinion, by the way, please. <laughs> don't, 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 don't mince your words, Matt. I think the parallel I can make, whilst being careful what I say, is that when I first sat down to... I can see parallels with the online agents' journeys to our journey, albeit on a, on a, on a different scale where when I first sat down and scoped out what Spriff was going to do, it was going to do absolutely everything, and it was going to launch in three months' time. 
I'm now older and wiser in the tech industry to know that actually you'll be doing a very small part of that, but you'll do it very well if you're still around and in about 18 months' time. And I think a lot of the conversations we've had with the online guys, they're kind of still working out exactly what it is they're doing, how they're doing. They're as much a giant science experiment as, as kind of we are. And, and um, yeah, I think that's kind of, uh, that would be my... Uh, I, think that's a very interesting way, I think that's a very interesting way of putting it, actually. It's, it's, it's why Connell's publicised that they bought Hatched, was they said yeah. we're going to do an experiment with it and see yeah, what happens. Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, yeah. And they, for them it didn't work, which is why they closed mm. it down. So I, I still think the whole thing's got legs. I think it's got some way to go. But it just strikes me that f- for pennies, I know that's not what you charge, mm. but relatively for pennies, the yeah. ability for any agent and particularly someone who is perhaps short on local expertise which any of the online agents listening to me would probably accept except some of the bigger ones the ability to be able to deliver the sort of information you've got you would have thought would be a complete no-brainer because people are going to have all the information at their fingertips exactly that and yeah that sort of cuts both ways because um when we when we very first were taking swift out to uh the high street agents there was uh an element of well, hang on a minute. I'm, I am, I'm here. I'm the local agent. I'm the local expert. I know all this stuff, and um, so we would suggest that. Okay, well, but how are you? You know, let us help you demonstrate that yeah. to your to your present it better because exactly it's difficult that, yeah. to know how to do that. Um, and yes, exactly. It, the 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 online guys to a, to a certain degree. I know they have local property experts, but to a certain degree, yes, they they don't have that local expertise. So the ones that we are. Uh, working with, uh, that's exactly what they want. It's just either just very quickly, can I understand, um, or somebody's talking to me today about a property and it, you know, it's completely off my patch. Uh, how do I immediately assess that and just get that that insight into property? And yeah, that's where they would yeah, uh, well, look at us. To me, it seems like a no-brainer, um, which is why I'm talking to you. Um, you I'm only interested in talking <laughs> to people who I think have interesting propositions or interesting um, ideas. Um, Equally, I know how hard it is to go from naught to sixty in doing these things. You know, it's yes. very difficult having 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 been going through that journey myself, which is how we came across each other. Yeah, um, I don't think either of us used to have any grey hair, do we? But, uh, <laughs> well, I've got considerably more than yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um, yeah, I mean, I really enjoy talking to you. I I, I think you're a um, a straight up guy who who sort of says exactly what you think. And I think th- these days in the agency business, I think that it. it Estate agency, part of the part of the issue, it's not a problem, but part of the issue with the estate agency is that probably 10 to 20 percent of the estate agency industry is reactive, actively looking for solutions mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. And, and looking to engage with, with, with uh, tech in some way or another. 80 percent of the industry, 75, 80 percent is, is one to three office operations who are very often don't have any form of succession in lines in, yeah. in, in plans. So it'll be owned by probably someone like me, a middle aged guy who's owned it for sort of 20 years. His kids don't want to get involved. He can't really sell it unless he's got a big lettings book. So it's not surprising that the majority in the, of the industry is really struggling with knowing what to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think they're fed up with with having a succession of people walking through the door saying, this is great. Um, yeah, that would be lovely to have. But, you know, what, what are you going to charge me? 250 quid a month. Forget it, mate. There's the door. Yeah, quite. Um, and I think something that is relatively cheap but pulls – I mean, I'm in awe of, of how the hell you start getting together stuff which pulls the amount of data that, that Sprift pulls out of the ether that <laughs> puts, on a, puts on a page. I think that's fantastic. And to most people who are involved in – data and property, that has got to be the holy grail, have as much information in one place as possible. And if, as you say, um, 
if you have the right local authority, you're getting as much as 90% of the of, of, mm. of the data mm-hmm. that, that, that would enable a search and and a passport that has stuff that the owner has put into the property in, into their vault, which keeps which answers the questions that a solicitor would ask as part of those preliminary inquiries. You're a long way to 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 sorting out the issues. So, I really hope that not only a few agents who are listening to this think, well, actually, let's engage with that because it's gonna it's gonna speed up the, the process, which is what we all want. What would be even better would be if there was someone from government listening who thought, oh yes, maybe we should go down that route and talk to this guy. And it sounds to me like, Matt, like you went in to help, you go in and help some of the local authorities. It would be great if one could go in and talk to government and try yes. and educate them yeah. and get yeah. one, one person in place long enough. Um, so, yeah, I'd like to say thank you very much for coming in. No, um, if anybody wants to go to Sprift, it's Sprift is S-P-R-I-F-T dot com. Exactly. It's Smarter Property Information Technology is where it came from, but Sprift dot com. And, um, yeah, yeah. Smarter be, uh, property information. Technology. We're trying to find a name that had property in it. Prop this, prop that. It was just, yeah, I just got fed up with that. So yeah, well, it it's, a bit uh, of a it's memorable. That. So, Matt, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. uh, thank you very much for coming in to talk. Yeah, thank you, Ed. Really appreciate that.